When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 395, holy cow, of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined on occasion, always, and on some shows, by the one and only Willie Saylor. Willie is coming at us from Easton, Pennsylvania, the capital of Pennsylvania. To my left, Daniel Roy Lobdell Jr. <laughs> Daniel, William, how are you today? Wonderful. I had a good, good night's sleep last night. Oh, well, good. So you should, you should be especially usually, uh, alert. Usually doesn't happen. I have like, I never sleep right. Maybe well, three I, hours I could, sometimes. Well, maybe it's a sign of good health. Yeah, yeah, I have I have theories for why you don't sleep well. Mm, involves involves no the, you don't treat your body the way it should. It all it wrong. all it all ties yeah. together. Someone no. who treats their body like they should and is also uh, some- uh, probably has a nice well balanced diet. Sam Herring. It is Sam Herring's birthday. Could there be two people that are more different than Willie Saylor and Sam Herring? I'm not sure that there are. A responsible, respectful young man with a bright wrestling future, as Willie had, so maybe they had that in common. Two um, stud wrestlers. But Sam is, you know, the official junior high wrestler of Flow Wrestling Radio Live has his own podcast, Home Mad Advantage. So happy birthday to him. Happy birthday, uh, Sam. He'll be we'll probably all be working for him within the next uh, four to five years. So um, I'm sucking Sounds up about it's right. a pre suck up. Pre brown nose. It's it's uh, I have vision here. So when we report to him directly, then um, we'll be in much better shape. <laughs> okay. Now RTC follow up. Are you are, are you wanting to go straight into it, Willie? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, I'm right there with you, buddy. So, I'm talking to coaches, and I'm also listening to to their interviews. Uh, Andy Hamilton did interviews with a lot of these guys at the convention, and so that's been really helpful for me. I listened to Coach Ryan, Coach Cole, Coach Garland. Um, they did one with Rich Bender. So that's been helpful for me to kind of get up to speed on what and, – and one thing I'm not – where I'm trying to the, – the people that are on the side of eliminating RTCs and moving to LSCs are saying the only thing we lose now is – the 250-mile radius goes down to 50, to which I would say, okay, if we get actual good regulation over this and it's not like RTC scholarships or whatever, I think that's a fair sacrifice. 50 miles is fine. 250 is kind of a ridiculous distance. To, that's The idea that someone would come from 250 miles on a regular basis to train is a, a little out there and probably more of a rarity than a frequent occurrence so it's okay we lose 200 miles radius whatever but i don't know if that's really reality um and coach cole asserted that if you do this if you go to lscs it sounds like and i'm not really sure because looking at the verbiage but it sounds like college coaches would not be able to be as involved with the lsc now i don't know if that's true or not that's what but that was what coach cole kind of said 
which to me would be bad because we need the college coaches involved with our freestyle with our freestyle wrestlers at all age levels from cadet to junior u23 senior level they help our best guys our best coaches by and large are college coaches right and they are the chief developers of our uh our freestyle guys look at our, our all our freestylers wrestled in college right all, our entire team even even downey he was you know, did the d1 right <laughs> So I don't understand the idea that these guys get them to this level and then are now no more. That does concern me a little bit, but I don't know if that's necessarily reality. But there's just a lot of talk that this is going to limit the here's, – here's one question I have for the coaches and, and the people that, are, that want this movement. There's so much talk about there, – there's this money. There's this cheating. There's these scholarships. There's this recruiting problem that RTCs create. And they're saying that because it's a USA wrestling thing, the NCAA won't get involved. I don't understand how there's some sort of like organization or anything that, that provides this like sanctuary that they just can't get involved. They can't know. They can't investigate. If they find out well, yeah. that, that a star basketball player is involved with whatever organization, A, use an, a governing, governing body, right? And yeah. there's money getting funneled through an AAU program. They're they're lighting that kid up. So I don't understand right, so why uh, I don't understand why this is different. Why there's like we can't do anything with this. I think the NCAA is just lazy and doesn't want to do anything with it. And coaches do not turn in cheaters for cheating. They just talk about it and complain to us and complain to each other and go to these conventions and talk about all the cheating, all the cheating. But well, let's a lot of them don't turn them in. Let's go back because last show and. And for months, I mean, in the past, when this issue had has bubbled up with RTCs and people fighting back about against RTCs, I have said several times that um, I don't understand what's the what's the rub. What what are what are coaches upset with? What are coaches upset with? The first thing I ever hear is recruiting. And even last show, I said I don't I I hear complaints. I don't know what their actual grievances are. Well, since last show, I've spoken to several coaches and and andy's uh interviews they have said as much um a couple of them hit on although not very clearly um the coaches are looking for compliance they're worried they're worried that they're allowed to do something under with their rtc hat on that they're not allowed to do with their university hat on and so for that, it's admirable, right? For that, we have a group of coaches that seem to want to make sure that they're not stubbing their toe with any NCA violations. I don't know. If I'm a college coach, can I contact this kid? Can this kid come in my room? Can I be on a coaching staff team? Can I be in a high school room? Under a university hat, maybe not. Under RTC hat, yes. I don't know. So for, for that reason, it seems like yeah, um, these coaches want to be on the up and up. They want to be proactive. They want to make sure they're not getting in any trouble. However, I also feel like that would sort of kind of be an easy fix and 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 not being called for such dramatic changes. I mean, why can't they just – why can't they fix that 
and not go to a complete overhaul or some call for the elimination of RTCs. Yeah. And, and I don't like the idea of let's go back to the way it was what when we were terrible and yeah. there was no money. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And there there, there's still... no money for senior level athletes and we were not winning. That's not – I don't like that idea. And oh, there was yeah. no competitive balance then either. Also, yeah, that. No. The, right. the, the, le- mean, level playing – I cannot believe I'm hearing the words level playing field from any coach, especially mm-hmm. some of these coaches given – the monstrosities in which they practice, they want a level playing field. Rutgers has been practicing in 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 a dungeon with two mats. South Dakota, all these places that there there is no level playing field, right? So I don't understand that until everyone's like, well, level playing field. Well, you should have equally good partners. It's not so level. You mean Some to me, rooms better. You mean to me if. If you if you go from 250 mile radius RTC to 50 mile radius local sports club and in which case the NCAA institutions the schools have compliance to say yes you can do this no you can't do this we're going to report you if you do do this that's that'll that'll that's going to make the difference that's 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 going to be thumbs up then 250 miles to 50 miles. Our compliance department oversees us. Now we're good. That's is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, I mean, if it were that simple, then I'd say, okay, sure, go for it. I'm I'm all for if there is cheating going on. Go, yeah, fine. Let's let's I, uh, let's crack down on them. I, I don't want that. Right. But um, I I just don't think it's that simple. Nomad had some of the uh, verbiage within the rules pulled up for LSCs. And uh, I don't know if you want to just talk a little bit about that. Uh. Well, so as I'm reading it and, and based on conversations that I have with coaches, the the main point of the – like the 50-mile thing from 250 is just because 250 is what USA Wrestling has in local sports. The As the verbiage currently stands, is 50. So I bet the coaches would be willing to m- maneuver on that. So let's get away from that. What I'm – hearing a lot of is the move to local sports clubs will then tie the RTCs and all of the ancillary things that go along with an RTC to the school directly and that the main issue, the main accusation that I have heard is that kids are getting money via the RTC which Okay, if that good, if that is happening, I either don't know how that is illegal already, or I don't know how that is stopped. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's talk about that because Andy also had uh, an article that had some quotes from some guys, and it was helpful in deciphering what is the, the situation, which coaches are not very articulating very well. So anything helps. But what I didn't understand about that article is that it starts, it's the article starts with loads of cash and like quarterbacks driving SUVs on campus. Where is that happening in wrestling? And and I guess the opening quote or the, 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 the next paragraph has Steve Garland from UVA saying something like, yeah, we need oversight on this. Where is that happening in wrestling? Can somebody be specific? 
And tell me, like, um, you know, is Bo Nickel driving an Escalade that was given by a booster? Is that, is that what you're saying is happening? Are you saying that money is being filtered to athletes, to college athletes, right? To, to, to NCAA eligible athletes through RTCs? Is that what you're saying? I don't understand what you're saying. Because the article starts with bucket loads of money and player, people having SUVs on campus. Where's that coming from? Yeah, and if that's happening, and it's just, oh, but just because it's through RTCs, it can't, there's nothing, they're untouchable, they have diplomatic immunity, because it's through an RTC, right. that's, that can't be true. <laughs> they're they in the can't guys, be true. In NCAA wrestling coaches, they do not have diplomatic immunity because it's through an RTC. <laughs> they're in the no. embassy? Yeah, are they in, they're not in the American embassy. I mean, I, in short, that's not happening. Well, so, or if it is happening, yeah, how is it not illegal? Point. Yeah, the, it's not legal because it's done through an RTC, and it's not uninvestigatable because it's done through an RTC. That has to be completely a fake, made-up thing. Yeah, whether it's happening, it's or, right, I, get, I get what you're saying, Willie. Is that happening? Well, we don't know. We don't think so. No one really thinks it's happening. Um, that kids are driving around, you know, paid-for cars or whatever. But um, I mean, the 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 greater point is. If it's happening, they can investigate it. I cannot. I cannot come to terms with this. RTC is just the ultimate loophole in the NCA. The uh, I don't know. That's just that's just how I feel. Then again, uh, the FBI had to get involved with uh, the Adidas stuff and all that. So the, S the NCA wasn't super involved there. So I'm I'm not trying to suggest that the NCA is this ultra great investigate investigative wing, but at the same time. Um, you know, I don't know. No, right. Okay, so that's just two parts, right? Let's not let's not think that NCA is spending a whole lot of time investigating these types of things. But also, if that's going on, I'd like to know about it. I mean, people. We talk to a lot of people. Um, I've never once heard of that. I've never once heard of an NCA athlete. Uh, getting cars or getting money i mean man unless they're talking about like some kind of camp money and and and, and well the camp thing i'm glad you bring up camps willie because i hear about camps all the time and the idea that these kids they they in the summer it's kind of a wink wink thing don't worry in the summer we'll get you hooked up with camps we'll do a bunch of camps one that has absolutely nothing to do with an rtc yeah whatsoever right that is buffalo gap high school's putting on a clinic we yeah. pay Bo Nickel $5,000 to come do a clinic. We pay Logan Stevens, all these guys, they do a clinic and they get paid for it. Okay? And if and if guess Kale, what? And if Kale or the coaching staff if Kale or the coaching staff make that um policy, you know, if they make that happen, then okay, I don't see that that's really a bad thing. They're trying to connect their guys so that they can make some money. I don't I don't see the problem with that. Maybe that's a recruiting violation. One. Two has nothing to do with RTCs. Nothing. To do. Nothing. Right, and that was happening. Those camp things were happening for forty years. I mean, they were happening before RTCs were a thought. Yeah. So the the clinic phenomena is not new, nor does it have anything to do with RTCs, as far as I can tell. So it doesn't solve that problem. And if that's happening, and that's such a big problem, and just having the NCAA being able to investigate that is a great thing. Then why is it? One, no one's getting turned in. Two, why is the NCAA not investigating? Because I, I think it's either A, not a violation, or B, the NCAA is just not going to do it, which means when there's LSCs, they're not going to do that either. So I, I don't understand 
quite what this is changing. Yeah, that or what the problem is. The, the thing that's the things that I keep hearing meander very quickly, meander away from RTCs, and then they go, "Well, the RTCs are the vehicle," and I'm like, "Okay, but if the if the infraction can occur whether or not the RTC exists or not, then attack the infraction, the alleged infraction, because no one will seems to have proof of anything mm -hmm. where it is occurring." Yeah. If it's if it's an RTC camp and they're being paid by the RTC, does that not still fall under the purview of you can't you, you know the uh, above the going rate? Like how does the RTC then change the mechanism of receiving the money if the whole point is that they can't receive the money in the first place or they can't receive the money over X amount of dollars in the first place? Right, it would be a violation it would be a violation of these things that they're saying would either be a violation of NCAA bylaws under if it was called an LSC anyway, there's not an RTC thing. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not, I'm still not entirely sure what we're actually changing. I am leery of, I'm not leery of change for in general, but I am a little of this. And uh, cause I don't even think, I think the coaches are, they're all on board. I don't even think they know what they're all on board for. Cause they're saying things that I don't think are actually true. <laughs> Like that the only thing that's changing is the, the radius. Which, again, can be – I guarantee you that can be so – this was brought up to me last night because, you know, we talked about uh, like John Smith being, being one of the ones that's pushing for local sports clubs. Well, you know, a, a kid like Dayton Fix who could train at the Cowboy RTC – well, Sand Springs is more than 50 miles away. Mm -hmm. And all these other schools, Dustin Plot's more than 50 miles away. All these, it's now just Stillwater kids. Well, there's, uh, there's a lot of um, – I, I think the compliance thing and the oversight thing is – I think it is a legitimate thing. I think, they're all, I think a lot of good coaches are paranoid of getting in trouble in this day and age. They don't want infractions. They don't want black marks on their record. But it seems that the changes that they want are sort of cosmetic and semantics. I mean, okay, so change it from 50 to 50, uh, 250 to 50, change the, um, change the acronym from RTCs to LSCs, and everything's the same? I mean, I, I, I mean, the only thing that we're advocating for, the only thing that me, Christian, and Nomad and other people are advocating for is that the system and the funding remain the same. I could care less if it's called RTC or LSC. Yeah. Uh, as long as senior-level athletes can be paid, as long as senior-level athletes can be in the room, as long as they can practice in the same room, um, as long as our youth, you know, as long as fourth grade, uh, seventh grade year old Yanni can go into an RTC and well, make him help him. Yanni. It's like okay, well, high whatever. school age, right? As long as they can help with the development of our young talent, we're all good. So you can call it LSC or whatever you want. Um, we're all good with that, right? Well, regardless of whether they're moving to. LSC or not, the RTC criteria is changing. And the main people that will impact is ninth and 10th graders. So basically, it basically meaning uh, uh, USA Wrestling Junior eligible athletes 
would would now be the ones eligible for RTCs based on placing this, that, or the other tournament. Okay. So that's a little worrisome that I don't necessarily like that I think USA Wrestling is doing as a um, – they're doing that to placate the coaches, I think. I don't know. I haven't talked to them, but that that's where my head goes when I hear that stuff. Okay. So where's my where's my eighth grader? That's my eighth grader that's trying to prepare for Akron. What's where's he go? Well, the, I guess the LSC. The and the point is there if they're on an island. Yeah, I don't know. Like if they're in a town that's seventy five miles away from University X. Yeah. So uh, I don't know if there's much more to get into there. I'm sure this will be an ongoing discussion uh throughout the throughout the season moving forward i mean i don't know what are the next steps i mean can, can the ncaa coaches vote to uh eliminate rtcs they they can't the ncaa can't legislate or can't apparently look in or investigate rtcs how could the ncaa wrestling coaches have the ability to just dissolve them i don't really understand that i don't know what's the next step or if it's just like Okay, college coaches are not going to support this anymore, so they're just going to start the LSCs and the RTCs will just slowly die. I don't know. Um, no further thoughts. Let's. Uh, we can go ahead. Well, and... I mean, it's not going to change. It's not going to. It's not going to really change the situation, right? Yeah. If they're if they're called an RTC or a LS, I mean, uh, Iowa is still going to have freestyle practices, right? If. if... <laughs> It's, I don't know what it's going to change. Yeah. I, I, I think, the again, everything that I'm hearing is what, what, the, what the ultimate goal is that anyone now associated with the LSC, RTC, whatever verbiage you want to use, is now falls under booster, coach, admin, staff, whatever, and therefore cannot give money to recruits. Which, if that is happening, I don't know how it's not illegal already. If that's what they want to change, that's a Seems like a perfectly reasonable change, but I don't know why we also have to change all the other stuff too. Okay. Um, one other thing, and, and so much of this, the thing that's not said, I think, is Penn State. The words Penn State. And I think that is a big part of this, is that people do not like how much they win, the good wrestlers that they get, et cetera, et cetera. And listen, if it was as simple as throwing money at the problem then what do you think that's that they were the first people to think of that if that was actually the thing that's not why kids go to penn state they don't go to penn state for money right they don't go to uh because it's you know they're gonna get the sweet camp gig they right now are the best place to go if you want to get really really good at wrestling and these parents, these families have lived a life of travel and sacrifice and driving their kids hours to RTC practices, to club practice, so that their kid can go to Young Guns, so that their kid can go to... There, we were at Iowa State. There is a kid that is 12 years old mm-hmm. from Madison, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. who drives four hours both ways twice a week to go to Seabolt Wrestling Practice, Okay. Because that that's how they think they're going to get really good. These are the sacrifices. So they drive eight hours in a day, mm-hmm. twice a week, because 
That's how I'm so the idea that they're gonna they're gonna go line by line and where can I get the more I'm sure some people do do that. They want to get what they're worth, but if it's approximately what their value is and you get the added benefit of going to Penn State and wrestling with the best wrestlers and being on the best team, they're willing to make up that gap. Now, if they're being creative around how they make up that gap, and that is maybe or maybe not illegal, I don't know. But I don't, I, I the camp thing, is that even illegal? And I, these kids all over the country for all these teams are doing camps all summer long. So I don't know what the difference would be there. But I think they're, they're lying to themselves if they think, well, if we can just take a little bit of money out of the system, Kale and company aren't going to get as many good guys. I just don't, I don't really necessarily uh, believe that. By the way, yeah, I mean, it's a very good point, and it's, I mean, it's something we talk about all the time. Uh, the, 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 the idea that Penn State is, Penn State is dominant because they find loopholes. Penn State is dominant because they cheat. Penn State's dominant because they offer. I mean, no. I, I, it, Iowa was dominant for three decades. Alabama football is dominant, right? Alabama football is dominant, and they have the, it's, it's a level playing field, whatever. Um, but, I mean, that's an old story. But what I'm told, and uh, I've been told by several people, Kale, Kale said, "Yeah, you want to do away with him? Do away with him." Really? You want to do it? You want? I was told by several people that Kale's like, "Yeah, I don't I mean, you want to do away with him? Do away with him." Huh? Listen, <laughs> it's not going to change anything, guys. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. Next up. Um... Yanni Zane update. Um, so apparently the July, what was it, 29th thing was the Penn State, the Zane side's motion to dismiss hearing. Because there's some, and Nomad will probably know a little more about this, some UWW finality clause where the result of the match is the result and that there is no protest thing. Uh, <laughs> so, But that's not true. So that motion to dismiss was thrown out and then they were given a new thing that is uh what's today is today august 8th yes yeah so it's today could be happening right now for all we know probably not it's only uh wait what's happening right now the arbitration the actual arbitrate or the hearing or whatever whatever you call it that's happening right now today at some point and they will have a ruling on it today or tomorrow it sounds like we'll see we'll obviously be um, glued to that and uh, try to get you that information as soon as we know it, right? But, um, but Rob Cole seems to believe they have a really, really good case, um, that his the lawyers think they have a really, really good case. Um, so I don't know. Take with that what you will. Obviously, he's going to be pretty biased, but at the same time, I, I don't think he'd be blowing smoke about this either. I don't. Yeah, I mean, and, I mean, and he said he said it's funny because this is the thing we've been saying. He's like, he's like, there's a lot of people that say he should get a wrestle off, but he, but uh, we know that he won't. He said those people. That's he's like, I think they're they're out of their minds. That's not right, and that's the way I think all. Well, actually, you don't think they should wrestle it again. Uh, no, I mean, you think it was done fair, and that that the results. Oh no, fair. I don't think it was done fair. I just think them's is the breaks, kid. And that that I would much rather have a bad result or a, or a controversial result than legal proceedings 
as the precedent. Even though this is not the first time this has happened, I just bad calls happen. And well, it's, that's the that's the argument. It's, they're saying this is not bad calls. Saying a two that should be a two is not a bad. That's not what we're right. Talking yeah, about. there there's there's degrees of difference yeah. in terms of bad calls. It's like if the we pr- if, process if, of it. Basically, if you play baseball games are nine innings and for, we lost track of the innings and we played seven. Okay, <laughs> fifth, fifth down. Yeah, fifth fifth down actually happened. Yeah, um, a couple times. So I, I think that's what we're talking about. Like the actual structure of the thing wasn't followed, and I think that's why. Cornell and company believe they have they have a really good case and maybe they do I don't know you know to me that sounds like a great case but as far as legal proceedings go I don't know how much merit that'll actually give them and how much I mean yeah how much merit do they have on how much do they care about process I mean if they let they let them there's a should should a challenge be allowed late should it go to the jury instead of the three-man mechanics does the does the arbitrator care about that or do they care about some sort of do you have to prove collusion do you have to prove a disruption in process what do you have to prove right yeah i don't know what they're looking for that's that mm, that barrier, is the question barrier what, proof yeah what, what do they have to what do you have to prove because if it's the process isn't fo- followed that's easy to prove there's sure. there's right. videos of it but i think it's it has to be something more complex than that. Um, if you have to prove collusion, that's simple. Well, <laughs> it's going to be difficult. Well, I'm just saying, I don't know what. Right. No, I know, but you're you're bringing up you know, but you're bringing up a point that if if the lower the barrier proved, the more likely the rematch or a re-wrestle or a second whatever second and third match second match is going to happen. You know, hearing listening to. Uh, to Coach Cole, just throughout this process, I was like, man, he really seems to have a thing with the refs. This seems like a little more personal. And then I was thinking back, um, and if I was Rob Cole, you know, you go back to 2017 World Team Trials, Burroughs, Dake. I, for a fact, Rob Cole feels like that was not officiated fairly, match two specifically. U.S. Open before that as well. And the U.S. Open before that with the, with the hands to the face and all that craziness. Um, and then, then I was like, yeah, okay, the Burroughs Dake stuff for sure, that that would definitely bother. Then I remembered going back to the 2016 Olympic trials with Nashawn and uh, and Tony Ramos with that caution in one or caution in two, whatever, that, that gave Tony the match late. Uh, so now I'm thinking, wow, this is some, yeah, maybe, maybe this is why it's a little more personal for, for Coach Cole, he really feels like he's got the short end of the stick. But need I remind Coach Cole? Not that he listens. Maybe he does. Um, the the Richard Perry Kyle Dake match, the way that was officiated, was an absolute travesty and uh, completely ignored the rules of freestyle wrestling. Well, Dick Dick Ringer, I, I U.S. Open so last year. That that Ooh. is well, yeah, for sure. That you could say that was a close call and it went Dake's way. The 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 Perry Dake thing. The him the move starting out of bounds and points for that is not the rules of freestyle wrestling. They were not followed there, and it major that was you know a what? huge turning point. Dake was already down at that point then, and then that was I, a uh, huge swing. Now Perry still could have won. He was still leading after that exchange, I believe, but it was it, it changed the match completely. Remind me again. 
I, I, I forget the situation. All, the only thing I remember is that at the time, like watching live, um, I like lost my mind. You did. That there was a that, that there was a wrong call. I just remember being like, that is not, that's wrong. How can they do this? But I don't remember what it was. Yeah, so it was an exchange. Dake's in on a shot. Perry reattacks on the edge. Perry drives him completely out of bounds. Uh, and um, Dake exposes, but he's chest wrapping on the way, but he's gone. His feet have stepped completely out of bounds. Very similar to the the Zane J.O. Uh, head pinch, right? Moves start Which out about wrong. almost identical scenario. And that moves cannot start out of bounds like that, right? Once you're out, right. once you're you out, cannot be the one who initiates to score. Right. So it's he goes out of bounds and Perry's driving in on a shot and they, they give you Dake have to the have points. already initiated. It was five two Richard Perry at this point. <laughs> it would have yeah. been like seven two at this point or six two if they just went step, step out. out yeah. Um but instead they went two for, Man, for Dake and then it's five Richard. four and Kyle Dake. And you know what? It's Kyle it's easy to say that it was the first period, there were sixteen seconds left. But that happened. And that was that was wrong, um, and I'm pretty sure Richard Perry was so good that tournament. And the initial and the crazy thing, here's the crazy thing, gang. They they the call on the mat was for Perry, so they reviewed it, and they gave the points to Dake, which yeah that had to have uh, that's even worse. That's even worse in the moment. Gosh, yeah, it's, uh, it's this stuff's impossible, but. You have slow so down, it rewind, been nine and they're two? like, yep, not going to follow this rule. So, for that reason, <laughs> Coach Cole, remember, you, it, there's a give and take here. I don't think there's collusion against Cornell, Rob Cole, etc., or anyone in USA Wrestling. But uh, I, I can understand why. you, you got to remember the breaks along with the with the hard with the hard times, too. Um, okay, let's. this is the Cornell hour. <laughs> Kyle Dake, he talked a little bit about Kyle Dake. This is actually a funny story. So I'm basically just like recapping this interview uh, Andy Hamilton did with him, but it was, it was a good interview. Um, he's taught Rob Cole. Apparently, I've kind of heard this about Coach Cole. Like he, he kind of still thinks he could go and like compete at a high level. And like, so G Gabe Dean and Kyle Dake are wrestling, and he's not satisfied with the look that Gabe Dean is giving him, and that he's not giving enough resistance or enough this or that. So Rob says, Gabe, I got this. And <laughs> Rob, like, d apparently still kind of thought at the time he could kind of go with Dake. But Dake, I'm sure, over the years when they've wrestled live, doesn't want to hurt this man. Uh, who has helped him. Who is that? Yeah, no, his coach. He's like, clearly. <laughs> but but Rob, in his mind, still thinks he can do this thing. Um, so apparently Dake takes him down three times in ten seconds and just destroys him. And then... He gives him a different look, and he takes it down three times in 20 seconds. So that was pretty funny. <laughs> but but Coach Cole was talking about the the Dake extended wrestle-off process, and the, he's like, you know, some people were mad that he he wrestled in, in Spain. And really, I, to me, it makes no difference whether he's wrestling in Spain or wrestling in the room. Well, then that begs my question, then why wrestle in Spain? Because clearly it is different. Why would you – if it's the same thing, then why would you do it? The difference is the difference, right? You buy a plane ticket to Spain if you don't have to. Right, right. Uh, unless it's a Sky Miles situation, <laughs> in which case 
You know, I understand. <laughs> so close to you diamond. have to get diamond status. Uh, you have to get it. If you can get it, if it's in your sights, you get diamond status. But maybe it was just more of a vacation situation than um, than a wrestling situation. But so he so he wrestles. Um, so I, I I think I think we you know if, if I speak with Coach Cole maybe press him a little bit there. Like why? Well then why did the doctor say he couldn't wrestle till August seventeenth? Um, let him off the hook a little bit there. But um, all in all, interesting interview. Check it out. Um, I don't know Willie if you have any thoughts there. No, I mean. I don't know. He, I, I kind of agree with him in the sense that, I mean, if you're going to let a delayed wrestle off happen, what, uh, maybe the precedent should be, maybe the precedent should be that they're allowed one competition before to get, to get some mat, but then, but then make that part of the process. He, I don't, I don't, he, he would be allowed. He'd be allowed. Listen. Okay. We need to do this wrestle off gang. Okay. All right, here, here's the deal, though, USA Wrestling. I can't wrestle. Got this note here. It says, I can't wrestle till August 17th. Okay, I guess we have to do this August 17th. Okay? But if he had said July 4th, whatever, he could have got a match in between June and July. There are tournaments that exist. He could have done that. There's nothing saying he couldn't have done that. Right? But uh, I don't... I, I think the it's pretty clear they went outside the... Well, I think it's pretty. I mean, I think it's pretty clear they're playing games with the dates, and you know, now it's this date. I can't wrestle to here. I can't wrestle to there. I'm going to get a doctor's note. Oh, I'm going to get a secondary doctor's note. I mean, I think that's pretty clear. But I, I don't know. I you lost me when you said a certain date. Like, you know, if if Kyle Dake said, you know, I can do the wrestle off on October fifth or August fifteenth, but um. Uh, I'm going to get a competition in before that. How are you saying that he could? Oh, yeah, maybe he couldn't. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. No, he can't. But you know what? That's uh, Those are the breaks. This this entire process is existing to protect you. How, how many how many additional bonuses do you get of being a world champion? Yeah, right. I mean, the, the whole thing that we got into at the time was there was a – Freestyle Sport Committee meeting, and one group seemed to see that this was what was going to happen, and one group... Those would be actual coaches and athletes. And one group either didn't or chose not to or did not think it was as big of a deal, and that side won the Democratic vote. But... Mm, I don't even... Yeah. It's... I don't, I don't even just, know if it came to that, Nomad. I mean, that that's that's the... That's the clean theory. That's the, that's a sanitary situation, right? Is that some people on the voting board said, yeah, you know what? He should be afforded an opportunity to compete. The other side of it is Rob Cole and Cornell said, well, we're going to get a lawyer. And people said, well, we ain't going through that process. Let's just let him do it. But yet they'll go through a, but yet they they will they will have an entire uh, rule book and get, the 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 world team trials guidelines are not just uh, this is when final X is this is how you qualify Th- that's that's a a paragraph and a half it's everything else that we're now talking about that takes up the rest of the seven pages 
Hmm. So mm-hmm. they do get lawyers involved prior to the process even starting, and they're USOC lawyers, and all of this stuff has to fall under what is allowed under the USOC. So I get it, but it's you know there's a there is a bit of what is no, I don't what think, is too much. I don't think the wrestle off date and if Kyle can wrestle would have went through the USOC. It would have just been. USA Wrestling and yeah. Well, I'm saying it went through the USOC and that the USOC had to approve the procedure set by USA Wrestling to say that a world champion can get a yeah. delayed wrestle off. Yeah. So yeah. in that sense, it did. Yep. The process that allows it went through them. Yeah. But uh, the the great news is we are like eight nine. nine days from this happening. It's going down. Yay. Kyle Dake. Well, I say that. We'll. I think it's happening. It should happen. Hopefully everyone's healthy and this this thing goes down. But, you know, it's been a crazy summer. But uh, we certainly wow, are planning on it week. happening. What? Next week's going to be fun, huh? We got Junior Worlds in the beginning of the week and then Dake Derringer at the end. Yeah. It's going to be a bonanza. I can't – I really can't wait. I'm excited um, for the match. I mean, golly, we've been talking about it for so long. <laughs> we've been talking about this match since May. Right. So, <laughs> out of curiosity, what um, halftime plans do we have for the folks? Oh, we got plans. Uh, TDB. We'll get into it. I don't know. We'll we have some awesome content. Did to, you say TDB? Yeah. Okay. So he office. said TDB. I said TDB. It's from. It's I from meant. A, uh, it's from I, I meant in the arena. Oh, I don't. I figure. I figure. Um, Is Lalovich playing the opening ceremony? Because he's he's playing some good ones. I think hey, we should right. have. Do we have a mascot? Some sort of uh, like a furry creature oh, or what's, something? Yeah, what's Round Rock? They're dragons. I'm pretty sure Round Rock are dragons. I, or that would be perfect. I'm okay actually. with this. Round Rock dragons. Because Puff the magic. Also, because dragons are <laughs> native to Round Rock, Texas. They are. So. Okay, speaking of Komodo dragons, <laughs> we went to the the beach, and. Natalie kept calling the condo a Komodo. <laughs> that was just adorable. <laughs> she kept, was like, it's a condo. She's like, when do we go to the Komodo? She made it unnecessarily I, difficult. Yeah, yeah. She couldn't remember, and she likes Komodo dragons. Okay. Cool. Where else are we going? Well, where else are we going? Pan Ams um, are happening. Uh, yeah, Pan Ams are like all Americans. Yeah, basically we got Angus Arthur versus Pat Downey. Um, yeah, there's an Jake Gunning, Gunning involved. Is Peruvian. Mm-hmm. Who knew? I is it Jake did. or is it? Which Gunning is it? Jake. Yeah, it's Jake. Oh, it's Jake. The one that went to UNC. Right. No. Uh, that I'm not sure of. Uh, there's no way to know. I think for it's sure. Andrew. Jake went to. Jake went to Buffalo. Okay, maybe it was Andrew. How many Gunnings are there? It's are they related at all? Yeah. Okay. They're brothers. They're from right here. From right there. Right over there. Oh, they're from near Bethlehem. you? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah. Andre probably explains is how it is. Probably uh, explains his uh probably explains his dad's behavior at Midlands. Yeah. His dad screamed a lot of horrible things at Sam Stoll. A lot of them. A lot of them. <laughs> Uh, that's Repeatedly, a, those are those are uh, tapes that will never be unearthed. You know what we have to unearth though, at some point, some way. I the, the, the only reason I have apprehension about this is because there is 
this poor these parents, these dads that are that are crazy, that send crazy emails, full caps lock. They have kids that are probably good wrestlers, right? If they're, you know, whatever. So there is some collateral damage. So if there's a way we could frame these crazy emails, one of which accuses Willie of having a love child <laughs> in the, on the senior big board. Um, the if there was a way to do that, that one. I would be, I, I don't, is that the first love child accusation you've received? Uh, I think love child, yes. That's the first love child. <laughs> first love child accusi- that's the first, accusation. The first time I ever was told that I have a love child, um, Although in this particular case, I mean, I'll say it, 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 it was regarding Bryce Hepner from St. Ed's and why isn't he higher on the, on the big board? And this guy writes me an email about St. Ed's guys all the time, but it wasn't from Bryce Hepner's father. Bryce Hepner, me and Bryce Hepner are cool. Me and Bryce Hepner's father are cool, right? I talked to him. And you are not Bryce Hepner's uh, father either. No way. I'm not even, I'm not even like. You know, second cousin. No, at no time before, at no time before, was I accused of being like his surrogate <laughs> father or anything, or having an, an affair with Mrs. Hepner. Um, you know, I talked to Bryce Hepner's father several times, but uh, this guy writes in that Bryce Hepner's a three-time state finalist and he should be higher on the big board. Well, I mean, he's higher than some guys he lost to, but. Uh, that, I think that's even funnier when it's not even apparent that it's a fan. St. Ed's fan. And the East Coast bias is always funny uh, when you get accused of that because you know what has the biggest East Coast bias? The NCAA wrestling tournament. Mm. That is the most biased tournament there is because every year these Pennsylvania guys and New Jersey guys, they win the most. It's garbage. And they place the most. Well, isn't East Coast, oh yeah, East Coast bias. That, that guy, was in there. That was from a different one. Different was it? Was that? Yeah, that was a different one. East Coast bias. The kid didn't place in freestyle, and then beat ranked guys in Greco. And it was East Coast bias. The funny part about that, I mean, that whole email was funny, but the the, the funnier part about that was that he said. The email led off with, I see my buddy wrote you supporting my son. Well, first of all, no, I didn't get an email about that kid before. But two, you saw, where did you see that? Three, you don't need, he he, he said, I don't need emails supporting my son. And then went on to support his son in an email. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. Um. So that was funny. All right. Uh, yes. Questions from friends time. Whoa. Yeah. Eight fifty nine here in the a.m. Let's get to it. So okay. Our man Sam Herring says, "Okay, I'm starting to get tired of waiting." Four NCAs. You said you would all talk about how you got to flow and how FRL started. Fast forward five months. I'm asking this question: Could we get answers to this sometime? The birthday boy is nothing if not consistent. And persistent. Or persistent, rather. Persistent. Persistent. Consistent. uh, And insistent that we give our... And incessant. Give our background for how we got to flow. And I think it's kind of like our wrestling journey almost. Like how we, you know... Which I want to do that. I mean, 
Listen, there's gotta. We can give a quick and dirty. Not yeah. I think it would be cool. I would. I, I re- listened to Nomad on uh, Homemad Advantage talking about how he kind of came up with the Nomad thing and how it, it wasn't a short thing. I, it's good to give the give it a little space. So oh yeah, we yeah, will do it sometime. Um, TDB. <laughs> I don't know when, but uh, we will do it at some point. What Willie? Willie's there's laughing. A, I, there's there's these. FRL related Twitter handles I didn't know existed. One is Sailor at Willie Snowplow. And this one was obviously made in the last two days because it's an H E B logo and it's shots fired at the milks. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was cause uh, Nomad waged war on H E B milk. Yeah. He did. H E B milk. He's unapologetic. He did milk. Let it let it never be accused. Let no man never be accused of being in the pocket of big big milks. I was I was looking at my <laughs> refrigerator yesterday, which is better than the previous refrigerator I had in my last place. And uh, you know, which it was, was an igloo cooler. It was not made in Texas. <laughs> so just <laughs> saying. No 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 no. You never said ma- the the refrigerators were manufactured in Texas. You said refrigerators yeah, in Texas. Yeah, I know. I'm aware of what I said. Okay, well, you just made it about the manufacturing joke. location oh my goodness, now. Joke. Okay, it was a joke. Well, you never, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> we'll do that true. because actually, not only Sam Herring, but F with Q's uh, also asked for this our, our little story. So, we'll do it at some point. It's going to get really slow at some point. Um, Is it? I feel like we not. passed the slow do, point. Do you remember last year? How horrible that was! We didn't have anything from basically Fargo till Worlds October twentieth. Um, we're not gonna have that this year, which will be nice. I thought we, yeah, I thought we kind of passed the slow point. Yeah, maybe we did. Maybe we did. I mean, we're we're, we're space putting out redshirt reports. Yeah, it's kind of happening. I'm I'm like I don't know. We're we're doing NCAA I also don't stuff. Know if people actually want to know this. They really care. I don't know if they that care. is that I. We very much appreciate all of the people who listen to the show and all the yes. people who follow us on social media and all those things. But it is sometimes a little like, do you want to know all that do stuff? Do you want to know? Because we could just tell you about all the guys who are, like, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're cool, too. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Um, this guy kind of already answered this question. At least he gave my answer. But Adam Rush, uh, if you could choose an American wrestler to wrestle an international wrestler – Within one weight class, what would matchups would you make? He says Dake Chimizo and Jaden Sajalive would be at the top of my list. Jaden Sajalive is like number one with a bullet, as they say, mm-hmm. of the match I want to see the most. Mm-hmm. I don't think Jaden can win, but maybe he can. What do you think? Can he win? Yes. Yes, he can win. Sorry. I, I- I am at a point where I'm not picking against Sedge Alive, despite my strong love of the United States and the fact that one man has already done it from the United States. But I don't know. Well, I've, I feel like Sedge Alive's an all timer. He's an all timer already. And, and it also, also, it may increase the likelihood that it happens if we say he can't do it because Jaden huh. loves proving people wrong. He is spiteful. And so. If we are the reason that Jaden beat Sajalayev, I'm more than happy to say that he can't do it. Got it. That makes sense. Um, yeah, so that one, Chimizo, definitely. Um, I, yeah, I want to see. 
I want to see Sidikov. I mean, hopefully we do see it. I want to see Sidikov Burroughs again. I've, I want that win so bad. I want Burroughs to beat Sidikov so bad. Um, Especially because he never got it against the last one against Sargush. Yeah. Obviously, Jaden Jaden said July was the number one. I, I do. I want to see Spencer against some of the top guys too. It's been too Same. long since Spencer since Spencer has been in the freestyle mix. Um, who else? That's it. Who for else? Me. Nomad. Those the, are the ones for me. Yeah, that because like the up or down a weight is where I get lost. I'm like, there are guys I want to see yeah. wrestle at that weight. Yeah, just say there's that. There's not as much. There's not as many that I want to see up or down. Yeah, I mean, I, want, I, mean, I want to. I want to see Dayton against Takahashi Yaguev. Yeah, like all of them. Who is who is right now the best 79 in the world that's not from America? Um, Hasanoff. Yeah, Hasanoff or Shabanu. Hasanoff. Who cares? Really? Yeah. It's not. I mean, we're gonna win worlds, barring. That is the that, and we've said it a lot, but like that is the thing that is so funny about this. This wrestle off is like, we're pretty cool either way. Yeah, we we should we should definitely win. I mean, day, uh, Ringer's already beaten Hasanov. Now for the individuals, yeah, I get why it's absolutely why it's so important. But for us as USA wrestling people, I'm like. I, we're getting we're getting twenty five points in a yellow medal. There you go. Um, next. I cannot wait to write that article. USA versus Russia breakdown. Seriously, my favorite ones to write every year. This I thought this question is funny. <laughs> I don't know why they care, but I just figured this is going to bring about a funny story. Who at Flow Wrestling had the best worst SAT ACTs? Spay definitely had the best. You think? Unquestionably, that, yeah, for sure, right? Willie had pretty good boards, though. Unless, unless Willie's sitting on it like a fifteen forty. No, I had twelve sixty. Beat you. Oh, I know. I bet. I bet even Bader has a better uh, Bader. It bet. It may be Mike and I battling for the worst SAT score. Mm. What you have, Nomad? I would have picked. Hey. I would have picked uh, Mike to have a lower one. Yeah. Nomad, did you have a? Did you have a? Uh... Did you have a – were you in the time frame when you had to do a writing portion, like a written? Yes. However, I do not remember it. So then you can't say you had a better one than me. That's a different score. Well, it? you can take No, no. Parts. Yeah, I'm talking about two parts. Oh, what would you have? I got 1290, and then I took it again, and I got the exact same score with the things going up and down. And my mom was like, do you want to take that again? I'm like, no, I hate that test more than anything in the world. And then if I do worse, then – no, I'm done. Like, yeah, I'm 1290. You know That's what? where I'm at. Sorry. All I my could... friends were like, uh, and not all my friends, obviously, but several of my friends were like in these SAT prep classes and they took PSATs and and they had a pretty idea, a good idea what they were going to get. And, you know, I walked in off the street and took the thing. And the, the, the surprising thing to me, I always had this opinion that, or this misconception that I was. I was like really good in math. I was like, yeah, great math. And I'm going to bomb, I'm going to bomb this English section, but I got 660 on the English or the verbal or whatever it's called and 600 on the, uh, math. I thought like, I mean, it was backwards for me. Wow. It'd be like that sometimes. 
Well, 1020 gang here. I'm a documented bad student, and that's not a good score. It's not horrible. If you're above a thousand, you're like right almost play eligible. You're nearly average. I did now now I'm a, now this is I don't know if this is funny, but I'm just gonna do it because I'm a brag on Christian. I did better than you when I took it as like a seventh or eighth grader. That's not hey, that's uh that's awesome. We, At Calvert Hall versus uh we had know, uh, I was we, not a good student. At my middle school there was like whatever, six of us selected to take the test at the public high school where I would have gone had I not gone to Calvert Hall. And, yeah, I got, like, a – what's up? Oh, so that wasn't the last time you took it. That wasn't the 1290 year. No, as, like, a seventh grader, I got, like, a 1080 or something. Don't you get, like, 400 points for just signing your name or something? 200 for uh, showing up. Also, it's definitely swung, at least in the wrestling world, towards ACT because whenever I hear, like – Whenever I hear coaches, um, like when I'm talking to like like a high school coach, like yeah, if we can get his ACT here, then we, he can like get into these schools. Even, I mean, it depends who you're. T- I mean, isn't ACT is Midwest and West, right? SAT is East Coast. Isn't that how it's always been? I don't know. I just hear a lot more ACT now than I did when I was in high school. So okay. Anyway. Um. Is Cornell sitting everyone? No Vito, Yanni, and no Dean. Sounds that way. <laughs> what 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 really confuses me about this whole thing is Chaz Tucker goes to U twenty threes, wins the spot. They're interviewing him. Uh, hey man, how you, you excited for U twenty threes? Yeah, I'm. You know what? I'm focusing on the team this year. I'm gonna you know I'm, I'm gonna forego my U twenty three spots here to get matches, and uh, you know I'm, I'm gonna I'm not gonna do that. So I'll be there for the preseason, there for the team. Turns out, Chaz, we're 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 sitting everybody. So it turns out you're the team. So you and Ben need to need to run this. So Chaz Tucker may be the ultimate team player this year. Yeah. They're, Chaz and Ben, uh, darn second to make it happen though. Hey, your boy to eighty four, huh? Ben Darmstadt one eighty four. He is going to be the skinniest eighty four. Tallest eighty four ever. Um, Zahid versus Darmstadt in state finals. Probably gonna. Throw in the leg and splayed on. It's gonna be a tough scene. <laughs> no, I'm I'm interested to see how he does. I don't know. I don't know if I actually like him down at 84 as much as I like him up at not 197. I like him what with is, guys that are maybe not crazy athletic, but maybe he is giving up more size than. What does he also, have left, Christian? You got two years left. Three, three years buddy. Left. What do you got? So what happens when? So if he moves to 84, you, you think Dean comes back at 84 or 97? I mean, he, is, is this move for a long term? Or? No, maybe just for this year and then next year. He... But that's what confuses me, though. Um, if I don't know. Is 84 easier to win than 97? And then also when Max Dean comes back? Like, why are you going to not eat for a year? I don't know. And, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe they have a 97 I don't know about. It makes more sense in that way. But – to me, it's like you have to beat Colin Moore for a title or you have to beat Zahid Valencia. I think he's going to have a much harder time with... Now, Colin Moore in high school tech followed Ben, ben Darmstadt uh, for what it's I, worth. I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't pick Darmstadt against either, but a sucked-out Darmstadt against Zahid, the shooting machine Valencia? Yeah. Unless he, like, catches him in some scramble, but... 
man, Zahid, I feel like Zahid's going to have such an athletic advantage. Um, it'll be tough. I mean, he'll probably – Ben will win. He will win the Hodge Trophy. <laughs> but it's going to be – it's a bad matchup. I can, I can acknowledge it's a bad matchup, and bonus is going to be tough for Darmstadt to achieve in this bout. Uh, but so, yeah, that's Cornell. This is basically the Cornell Show brought to you by Big Red Gum. Um, any other questions before we go? Which is most likely? Sajulayev matches Saitiev's nine career world and Olympic goals. Two or two. JB wins a U.S. record seven world and Olympic golds. Or three. Nomad is actually from Area 51. So it's a race for second because Nomad is probably actually from Area 51. Mm-hmm. So now we're down to know what gets second. Sajulayev with nine or Burroughs with seven. So Sajulayev well, is at what right now? Four. Four. At the age of 26. 26. And that's, Sorry, 23. Yeah, but 26. So four or 26. Man, I'm not sure. So basically and if Burroughs wins, 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 if Burles wins out, he will have seven. But he's really got to thread the needle there. There's no margin for error, right? Yeah. Because 2020, he's going to be done, right? We think. I don't know. He's an alien, but he's I an alien. think he's, yeah, I think that'll be, that'll be it. But aliens aren't necessarily even real, so maybe he's not an alien. Um, so I, I don't, part of me wants to say Sedgelaya, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if like he starts, if he starts losing or having a little bit of a hard time, he just, Okay, I'm done, and just like doesn't even do it. Like I think if he wrestled for ten more years, he would get he would get up there. But I don't know. As as incredible as Sedgelive is, and I think he's an all timer. <laughs> five more, just the yeah. amount of things that can happen. Yeah, well, five or four. versus How many two more. He's, he's got four. The question is, can he get I think nine? He has four. Fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, eighteen. Four's a lot. Will four is more than. Every other American except for John W. And- no, 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 no. What I'm saying is the question is if he had to get four more, I'd be like, mm, he, he might be able to do it. Five more, that's a big – I think feel like that's a big – And here's thing. the other thing. Is he going to enter that zone where I just – he just maybe – Takes a year re- off. Takes a year, just plows the field or something, does mountain things. In Dagestan, and then okay, I'll ramp up in 2023, and then 24. Yeah, I mean, then... TF took three years off, I believe. I believe from 04 to 08, like like five, six, seven, he took off. Yeah, then just wins the Olympics hmm. with more gray hair than my dad. Um, okay, less salt and pepper, just more salt, just salt. Yeah. Uh, so that's wait, I didn't actually answer. Oh. I'll say right, JB. So Burrows- Burroughs would have to go two for two, and Sedgelayev would have to win five of the next, I don't know, eight probably. Yeah. And I don't know. Do these guys look at it like, like Jordan Burroughs has made catching John Smith like the goal of him. Like yeah. that's what he wants to do. do. Do the Russians think that way in terms of legacy and like I want to be the greatest Russian ever? I don't know if that – it could be as important or more important in Russia. I just don't know if that's true. I just know they, they look at things differently over there in a lot of ways. I'm also very curious about the, um, like, will we look at Burroughs versus John Smith like the basketball people look at LeBron versus Jordan, where, which is a little 
dangerous because I think like Bur Burrow's probably more clutch than LeBron. Whatever. Anyway, like Burrow's career stats, right? If he makes eleven straight teams with nine or ten medals and seven titles, but didn't the most he ever got was three straight as opposed to just John peeling off six in a row mm -hmm. and then done. Yeah, it is, it is really similar to the Jordan-LeBron debate because it's like six for six. Like, both of them actually have that exact yeah. number and, like, yeah. undefeated in the finals. Like, they entered a tournament, they won it, like, yeah. at the world level. Whereas Jordan did it longer, he may have more, but there's some, there's an, there's something about the perfection of six for six. Right. However, when Better. we talk perfection, he did lose matches at the Worlds in, or at the Olympics – Back when it was like right. pool play. Yeah, so what, what Christian's talking about note. is yeah, what Christian's talking about is like the round robin pool play stuff where uh definitely in ninety two, possibly one at a time he dropped a match, whereas Burroughs always had to go through line bracket and win where it you, off. you just you had to win every single time. Well, one of them though one of them has sort of an asterisk next to it. In the sense that the one loss that John had, and I talked to John about this. Name drop. The one loss that he, the, the one loss that he had, he knew he could lose and still make the fight. He's still going to be in the finals. Yeah, no, yeah. he he had it, but I guess the point is that like he had that luxury and Burroughs didn't. Yeah. But I I also kind of like the pool play. Anyway, it's going to be an interesting debate. I can't wait to see how it plays out. I know where I stand already. So, well, where's that? Well, oh, uh, I think yeah, I think where, Jordan Burroughs is the greatest American wrestler of all time. Yeah, I'm not I'm not far off, and I might be there. However, six for six is absurd. Yeah, it is absurd. Uh, I'm kind of I don't know if I'm on the JB side because of longevity or because of recency. Uh, or I'm on it for a quality of competition. That that helps me. It's quality yeah, of competition. That, that, that reason, there's that JB went through like three rule changes. Yes, um, different types of eras. But do we discount Bruce because heavyweight is not aesthetically pleasing? Yes, because the dude had 13 uh, medals. Yes, for me that is that is it. Well, I mean, Burroughs uh, has more titles, and John has more titles. Yeah, yeah, and Baumgartner has doubled more than double the medals that John Smith does. Mm. Yes. Double, yes, double. But no, for, yeah, you're right, Willie. I mean, for me, I mean, it's, you, so this, what the, we're talking aesthetics. about is like apex, higher their powers, yeah. who reached a higher level. I don't think anyone could say that on a technical, a dominant level, that John and Jordan. That, was Bruce ever regarded the pound for pound best wrestler in the world? I would bet no. Uh, Jordan, Jordan like has been for various throughout di different points of his career regarded as the best wrestler in the world, uh, pound for pound. John certainly was in his heyday. Uh, so I think that's well, part he of won, it too. Bruce won two Olympics and five overall. Yeah, it's a lot. Um, yeah, he does get discounted, and uh, maybe it's not right. Maybe we're wrong. Yeah, we're stupid. I mean, say it out. Say it out loud. <laughs> Bruce has as many golds as Jordan Burroughs and thirteen total medals. Yeah. 
No, uh-huh. Bruce says five. Bruce has five, though. Bruce has five. Bruce has four. Bruce has four. Did you incorrectly except, count? Except he has five. Here except we go. he won the Olympics. He won the Olympics in 84 and 92, and he won the Worlds in 86, 93, and 95. Okay, he so he does five. have many Jordan. He does have many Jordan. All right, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Bruce Baumgartner is the man, and my opinion will not change his trophy case, so. I know, I'm just, hey, but, you got to yeah. throw respect his way, you know? Making the team that many times. I mean, that's part of, that's part of it for me with Jordan, too. Like, by that I mean... Would John have continued into perpetuity, right? We talked about this with the like the Kale thing the other day about like yeah. if, if you could just continue winning NCAA titles, who would continue winning? Like, would brands have eventually caught up? I don't know. We don't know. Last you know, last time they wrestled, he beat him. So that's part of it for for Jordan, and I don't know why I don't include that as part of it for Bruce. Yeah, it's probably not very Bruce. Yeah, I mean you. Th- he kept Kyle Dake, David Taylor, Andrew Howe uh, yeah. off teams. That's that's nuts. And who knows who will keep off the team in 2020. <laughs> Someone probably pretty good that will go on to do really well. Okay. Um, right, anything else? There was more process discussion on my Twitter. There was more um, foreigners wrestling and RTC discussion. That was more um, just on, on the Twitter. I don't know if you guys were – if there's anything you guys wanted to say or discuss on that, if not, we can just go. No, I think some people got bent out of shape for the wrong reasons. I mean, it's a rule. I'm just saying the rule, right? I'm trying to. I'm not trying to offend Columbia or New York RTC. I'm talking. You put. You screenshot it. The rule. Words. Words that are written. I don't know how you can read that and not object to it. Yeah. And see how your point is wrong. I don't know. It was a really I, – I regretted doing that on Twitter because there's so many – it's just impossible to get your point across on Twitter. And so much gets missed. And what, I mean, we're Andy Robat's talking about the right to work. I'm, what – I don't even know what that means. No one's saying these guys don't have the right to work. I'm just saying, listen, the USA Wrestling created these RTCs for USA benefit, and it's not doing that in these instances. And in some instances, it's going it's funding the training for guys that are trying to beat Americans. Frank Chimizo, mm-hmm. Bexod, um, Franklin Gomez, Stefan Micic is trying to beat Dayton Fix. He has beaten Dayton Fix. That concerns me. Okay, And they've got really good coaches behind him. I don't like that. Sorry, I want America to win. I'm not saying those guys don't, but if you're, if you're coaching these guys to, to beat our guys, I don't like it. And if it costs us I'm a world you. title because Stefan beats Dayton or Chimizo beats Burroughs, that would be really uh, disappointing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Deanna and Owen, we're ready to go. I don't know when. We'll get Kyle Brackey back, guys. He'll he be back for the Dick Ringer thing. Yeah, he'll be back for that. Okay. He'll be back for that. Um, we will be back Tuesday. This trifecta You're here. Home. I think Bracky is still going to be gone. Um, I was told by a coach last night, Betcha Farm, on Deeringer. So Which he, coach? He was. Uh, it wasn't Coach Cole, name, was it? No. Name, that name. would have a lot of weight right now. Who was it? 
Give me a hint. Conference. Uh, Big 12. Okay. Lee Roper. Yeah. Um, nope. All right. Well, I'll find out after the show, and you guys won't. Big 12 so. affiliate. I'll, I'll tell you guys after the show. Okay. So we'll find he out. Probably isn't, he probably isn't going to care Maybe I'll anyway. tweet out a little hint afterwards. He probably isn't going to care anyway. But. Okay. All right. Bet the farm guy. on Ringer. It's a Ringer guy. That sounds like a good way to lose a farm. Uh, thanks so much, guys. We'll be back Tuesday. No bracky, but we thank you guys for tuning in. 395 strong. See you next time.